welcome to RCR's In the Room With, our new video podcast, talking with entertainment professionals about their careers and what they've learned along the way. I'm Stephanie Pichet, editor and publisher of RCR News Media, and I'm joined today with my co-host, Jordan Aquino, who is an actor and host of the New Mexico Women in Film Ready, Set, Go podcast. Today, we're fortunate to have Emmy winner, Kim Estes join us to talk about his amazing career and being one of the gems in Hollywood that everyone loves. Hey, Kim, <laughs> how's that for a setup? <laughs> I don't know how I could just like slip into that easily. Thank I you, Stephanie. To, you're welcome. I Thank have to you. tell you, um, someone sent me an email because they saw our, our promotion of your interview and said, I love Kim Estes. So. It's not just me, other people love you. <laughs> well, thank you. And um, uh, I'm glad to be here. Jordan, hello, and thank you for being here. Um, it's, 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 it's wonderful to be able to share. That's part of this whole experience of, of it's supposed to be part of this whole journey is to uh, bring those tools to, or some tools to people who have, just don't know about them, who have never heard about them, who could use them, and, and, and whatever type of uh, arrow that puts in their quiver, which is the place where the arrows are held. Somebody asked me that question. I said, oh. yeah, that's another arrow for your quiver. And they said, they said what's, what's a quiver? And uh, so I had to explain that quiver thing to them. Uh, obviously not enough uh, uh, of, of Robin Hood, uh, right. obviously when they were kids. So, uh, so, so I like to, where I can give people tools um, so they can use along their journey. I'm not saying every tool is right for everybody, but take what it is that you need from that quiver and utilize it and practice it. And hopefully that will help you along the path. And if it does, uh, send Stephanie and uh, Jordan a note and say thanks. Absolutely. We're so excited to have you. And it's so good to have every tool at your disposal, figure out what works for you and what doesn't. So we're really excited to have you. and and. Uh, for you to share your wisdom with us and your career experience. So, well, what is, I, oh, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Ahead. No, I know the questions are going to roll now. <laughs> Here they come. Here so, they come. tell me what inspired you to become an actor? Where did your career begin? Oh, I don't, uh, yes, I'll tell you exactly what happened. Uh, I'll start the story. I don't, and I may have told this to Stephanie already, but Jordan, this is uh, very unique. So, by, by, by education, uh, I am a, a an engineer. I went to, uh, I, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, this little town here, and in this house. I'm in my family home right now, where I grew up. And um, um, uh, what happened was I um, went to went to a small college in Central San Juan King, California. Then I went to the California Maritime Academy. Uh, went to school there for four years, became an officer in the United States Merchant Marines, and um, then uh, sailed on the oceans for 14 years uh, as a chief engineer in the United States Merchant Marines and also in the United States Naval Reserve as well. After I finished that, I had a 10-year stint at corporate. Now, in Los Angeles, downtown for the same company that I had worked for going to sea. But when you're a sailor in the Merchant Marines, uh, you work for 60 or 70 days, and then you are off for 60, 70 days, 
and then you return back to the same ship or a, a ship to get somebody off so they can go home and smell. Well, during that 60 day period, um, my, my, my wife uh, got sick of me being home and uh, she said, uh, go across the bay. You know, there's this modeling organization called Faces International and you need to go and be a model. And I said, <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't know anything, not the first thing. So I go to this modeling organization and of course they make you pay a fortune for a thumbnail and they said we'll get this into every casting director, casting office in the in the world, and 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 rightly so. They probably did, but I joined. Fortunately, they said you need you you know if you want to take acting lessons, you can. We have an instructor, of course, at a higher price than I would would normally pay, but it didn't matter because fortune and fate play in this whole game. And I met a guy who was the acting instructor. His name was Louis Parnell. And after one of the classes, he said, do you want to do it their way or you want to do it the right way? And he became my mentor. He says, you need headshots. What? Headshots. Yeah, those. And, and resume. And, and you need to, and then we're going to market you. We're going to, you send that out in San Francisco. And then um, got an agent there. But I remember I could only work for six days at a time. So there was no guarantee of anything. Um, became an extra in a film, um, the old series. My very first uh, television role was The Night Stalker. No, The Night Caller, um, a series in San Francisco, that the shot in San Francisco, and I was an extra uh, up on top of Knob Hill. And Louis was the bartender uh, in one of the hotels there. And he, his role was his uh, series, his series debut was the same as my series debut as the extra. Oh, cool. So I say all that to say, uh, I, I that was it and then 15 years later I'm here in Los Angeles and um, that was more than 15 it was 20. Uh, I am transferring jobs our company got bought I was too young to retire and I I'm in Hollywood I'm in Los Angeles and I go you know I have not really tried that here and I started my pictures and resumes sent them out shotgun which you're never supposed to do they say shotgunned them out pictures and resume somebody bit I reeled them in, they started sending me out. And um, my very first TV role was uh, uh, a show called, um, uh, oh jeepers, here I go, with Gina Davis, uh, where she played the vice president uh, and um, the president gets killed. And so she becomes the president. And I was one of her senators. And um, that was my very first TV role in, in 2004. And then it just took off from there. So it, it just happened um, that from that little TV role, those couple of lines, people take people took bigger risk with me, mm -hmm. and saw that it was he can handle more material. He can handle more material. He can handle more material. So let's just send him out. We know he's good. Just put him out there and let him dazzle the audiences. Get him in the casting room, and he'll make the difference which is the faith that agents have in their in their clientele to do that. Wow, that's amazing. That's so interesting that you had this long, incredible career in the military and in corporate America. How do you think that translated into your journey? How do you think that influenced your, your career? Well, when I first entered the, the Merchant Marine Academy, it was one of those things, and, and I knew I was going to be an engineer. I was going to graduate and I have the a license to sail on any ship in the ocean and I have a, a bachelor's degree in engineering, uh, marine engineering, which is the, the marine equivalent to mechanical. 
or power engineering, like a stationary power plant. But it was all those things where I had never done that before. So I used that, mm-hmm. like, oh, what, what is, what is it? Getting to Hollywood or playing in San Francisco. It's like I haven't done that before, but you know, let's give this, a, let's give this a try. I haven't done that before, and the same thing happened in, in Hollywood uh, when I first started submitting. I just, I haven't done. I, I, let's just do it. Let's do this. It's we might as well. Ta- what 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 could possibly happen? What's the worst that could possibly happen if you do? The do is they don't. They don't. They don't accept it. They don't like it. They don't. But when I tell people this story, and I also tell them the other story, which is the really, you're not supposed to tell the story. You, you, it, like you said in, in the beginning, um, you will learn, uh, Jordan, when you said that you pick up what it is you can gather from others mm-hmm. and discard the rest because it's not necessary at this time. Maybe it stays somewhere in a hard drive, in your, in your head hard drive. And, and you can use that stuff later, but right now, at this moment, you use, utilize what it is that you need. I picked up so much. I was like this little sponge. I joined a theater, I joined a theater company um, in 2003. I was at a really interesting movie. I won't call it anything bad, but I'll call it an interesting movie, getting ready for my, for my scene. Um, Low budget. I don't think it's ever been released. It may be, but anyway, probably <laughs> mentioned. Uh, and the lady next to me, the girl next to me, my age or younger than, much younger than me, was going through the same thing I was going through. Going through a backstage West magazine, circling the parts, and when we got home, we could send the, our resumes out and headshots out uh, through the Sea View clear envelopes, which your pictures could show on one side and your resumes on the back side. So she said, "Have you joined a theater company yet?" And I said, "No." But it's on my it's on that list of things actors should do in Hollywood. And she says, you need to join our, a theater company in, in, called the Spyans Theater Company, T-H-E-S-P-Y-A-N-T-S. That's Thesbian spelled sideways, I think. So we joined join the Spyans Theater Company. So I went and auditioned. That was the education. Mm. That, that taught me so much. I'm so indebted to those people for a lot. Probably this girl, I'm indebted to her for that because they taught me what what this stage life was about which is which is which is everything it's the it's the nucleus of everything it is being prepared it's being mentally ready it's being mm-hmm. being able to take the journey into somebody else's existence and taking the audience to a whole different place and transforming them for that hour and a half to a to a whole different world and they're so thankful and grateful that you did that for them just took them out of their reality for a moment and then back to planet earth um but they taught me a lot. And so from, from, uh, from that, I was able to use that. I, and I didn't, I, I took some seminars, mm-hmm. but I, those, those people in the Spine and Theater Company were all trained by Howard Fine. So I learned from the people who learned from the best. Mm-hmm. And so they taught me everything. They wow. taught me wh- what I needed to know. And I sponged up mm-hmm. um, and, um, and took off from there, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That was my next question, because when you said you started in San Francisco, I was curious if you had a theatrical background as well, but how cool is it to go be a part of a theater company and then to simultaneously be starting your film career, you know, take what you what you get and you, you keep going. But let's talk about this, this Emmy that I see right here. Can you talk about being an Emmy winner, what that experience was like, what project led you to this incredible award? 
Um, yeah. Um, so, um, I'm a guy, I'm that guy who, who says no less often than maybe most. I don't know. I don't like to say no. I like to say, yeah, I, love I like that. to, I like to, 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 to dig in and say, what, what can, what can I do to help you? And if this is a yeah for me, mm -hmm. can I help you? And the only way I can help you is it depends on where I am in this. Uh, I mean, I, if I'm the actor, I, I, I better be good at this because I know me at my best may be able to help you get to a ne your next level, which helps me right. mentally and and um, it, and, and, and from a from a business sense. Uh, there, there's nothing else better for me to do than to help my fellow actor to help them get or, or producer or director or writer get to the next level and and i love doing that and the benefit for that is that it's the heart benefit that makes you that makes you feel real good about being able to do that for others and and they're happy that you helped and yeah they may not be able to pay you but that's i don't know that that's the point the point is you know that comes later there's mm -hmm. there's time energy effort expended and yeah do you, should you ever think, oh yeah, well, they're gonna pay me back at some point in time. No, go away, you did a good thing. In your heart, you have done something great and they are so grateful for you. They will come back to you. They will ask you, they will help you when they can. So that's that's my, I guess that's my long-winded long answers is I'm really not a no guy. I'm a yeah guy. Let's see, how can we make this work? I learned that from, one of my legal attorneys uh, in back when I was in Arco corporate, um, she would never say, you can't do that. She'd say, tell me what it is you want to do and let's see how we can make it work. Mm -hmm. Let's get as close as you can to what you want. And, you know, since I've won her, um, <laughs> yeah, there are people who, um, you know, say, oh, you, you're too high priced for me now. I said, no, let's talk about this. Let's, what is it you need from me? And let's see how we can make it work. Can we get this into the schedule? That's great. Let's do that. Because that little bit of of assistance they need or the, the piece they need from me, that, that might be the piece that gets them over the next hump. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm more than grateful to share. If I got that time and I got the energy, I got that slot open, let's go. Let's do this and, and uh, see if we can make it work. I, did that answer your question, Jordan? I think I went oh, off on some other. No, that answer. was amazing. But it was gold, just like the Emmy, because what I'm hearing you say is to have an open mindset, to be a go-getter, to say yes to things. And it's really refreshing to hear another artist, a successful actor with the incredible resume that you have, to say that you want to connect with people and you want to help them and say yes to opportunities. I think that is such an invaluable piece of advice for actors. The, the help truly is on, it's on both sides. So you give and you get. I, because I am giving, I get an opportunity to read or act some of the, some of the best written stuff on the planet. Now the artist may, the, the, the writer or the, the, the director may not be known yet, but holy mackerel, that's some heavy material and I get to play it. How fun is that? And I get to understand a character and bring that character to life maybe in, in six different things later on down the road. You know, that character can, can resurface inside of me with a different name. I mean, how fun is that for an actor 
to have that many exercises in a in a character and mm -hmm. to know that 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 works it it, it 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 works you 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 process take it in become that and then you look to take people out of their realities and i like that i don't want people to know it's ken that's just up there i want people to know that it's that character up there and at the end of the day when the makeup comes off that wow that was ken he just and, and i love taking people out mm. Amazing. Do you have any favorite characters that you've played or projects that you've worked on that have really spoken to you? Oh, geez, I just did one. I just we just did a, a reading two nights ago of a, of an untitled circus play. Oh, fun. Uh, it's an untitled about a, about a black family circus for the years. They had a black family circus and uh, and uh, Chandra Thomas was the writer. And we, we rehearsed and then we put it up on Zoom and then ran it. And um, uh, it was actually, I played the, the, the ringmaster. I'm the dad of the family. <laughs> and of uh, course you can't imagine, you can't see that. But I guess it, it happens. Uh, and that to me, her writing was magical. It was the family struggle, you know, the business is dying. How do we make the business live? How do we want to keep it? It's been around for 150 years. That whole dynamic of I've wrapped my whole family around the circus and all of a sudden, you know, it isn't doing what it's supposed to do. It's not paying off. And so now I'm responsible. So yes, loved her take the words just float out of my mouth. And, and, and you know, uh, Jordan, as an actor, that the closer the writer gets to the stuff that you would actually say, the easier it flows and the more heartfelt it is mm -hmm. for the audience because it's just coming out of your mouth just like me talking to you right now. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's meaningful. You know I'm talking to y'all, and and you guys understand it. You're listening, and that's and that's uh, that was the beauty. And that's uh, Chandra Thomas. You know, she's a writer from on uh, on the show called Mom. Oh yeah, she, we know she, her. Yeah, and she uh, writes. Uh, she wrote the screenplay. So other uh, pieces. There was a piece called To Be Me, uh, written by uh, Dan Jansen, uh, and. Um, uh, that we he directed it actually, and um, it 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 is about a dad uh, trying to understand his um, his son who is who who would like to who is going to be a transgender, huh. and it, it is the and I'm in I'm in rural Pennsylvania of course, so I I barely know. By, by title and character, I barely know what gay is. I, I sort of got a comprehension of that, but being transgender is this new thing mm -hmm. for me and I don't understand it. And it's something that we just don't talk about in the African-American community uh, a lot. We uh, have to understand that this, this must be a conversation that takes place or doesn't take place. Mm -hmm. And so we try to bring this all through, um, through, the, through the media and, and uh, wrap it up into some, Nice little tidy ball that's not tidy, mm. because yeah. um, uh, it it comes out that you know I just don't understand, and he doesn't. He's trying his best to explain it to me, but mm -hmm. I'm that guy who who. But I'll listen, and 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 I may get it later on, but that's it. But um, I gotta thank people who who seek me out to to do those projects and and know that I can. You know, go go that that yard, that extra yard to to be that uh, attentive and not attentive dad, or the the dad who doesn't understand and the dad who is who wants to understand to save his relationship with his son. Mm 
so mm. to be his daughter. Wow. That's so, yeah, tons of stuff. Great work. <laughs> yeah, it's on, it was on the Reverie TV channel. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's called okay. to, to Be Me. Right. And uh, it was just featured in a little article. Somebody just had a little article. They put it on um, Instagram and they had, I guess, oh, it's Black History Month. Right. So it's going to be featured on Reverie, Reverie TV again. We're going to be interviewing the founder of Reverie in a couple of weeks, Damien. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, tell Damien I said hello. We, I okay. think we met with Damien and had a meeting with him. We were going to run. We actually ran this um, because it was up for Emmy. That was up also up for Emmy consideration. Okay. Uh, the year the year we filmed it, which is two, wow. two years ago, so it was really, um, really a good story. Six, it's uh, six episodes, okay. um, short form, mm -hmm. and uh, I think I think it really does a good job of trying to to get get an understanding to happen. So, yeah, yeah. awesome. That we need more of those kind of projects that you know can convey the importance of listening and inclusivity and you know understanding and it's wonderful that you know an, an actor of your caliber can walk in and want to participate in that not only as you know for the performance but because this story is so important um to share yeah it is and and not and not commonly spoken mm -hmm. so right. we need we need that yep. That's amazing. What a powerful role to play. Was it a challenge to, to get in oh, character? What was your process? We actually shot it in Pennsylvania, in rural oh. Pennsylvania. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, uh, Amanda Dash is from that area. She's one of the producers, she's a producer and also one of the writers. So we used her area outside of, Phil, uh, where were we? Outside of Philadelphia. So we used her area to shoot this oh. and it was beautiful and it was mm -hmm. snowing and it was oh, cold. wow <laughs> and, uh, the final scene takes place in a cemetery which is oh. in, in a place called mars pennsylvania and not far from her house far enough away but it wasn't wasn't too far mm -hmm. um but it that is and it was real snow and so <laughs> it was uh to me uh one of the more touching scenes that i um that i that i found in the film from from my preparation standpoint, I really had to try to get an understanding in my head about what this means to me. And was I embarrassed that this was going to take place because all my friends at church wouldn't understand? Right. And what did, was their concern? I've been concerned all my life about him and his behavior. You know, when he became more extravagant, more, more out there. Yeah, more. Um, just, just, just more in more internal, and then when he went away to college, and now he's come back, and his mother had passed away, and so it was like, you know, it's just me and him. Yeah, yeah. Well, we look. I'm gonna go look for that now. To yeah, make sure I see it. I'm excited to watch it. It sounds amazing. Yeah, it's it's good. The other piece, you know, I did a piece with a of, of a, I call interesting. Uh, Tony Scott wrote a piece called uh, Together, um, and that was also, well, it, it's film festival. I won Best Actor and one of the, I think it was the LA Shorts or, or one of the film festivals Best Actor for that piece. Uh, but it's a beautiful piece, you know, about family and uh, the, the family dynamic. And I played the dad again and uh, my wife mm -hmm. gets, has, a, has a stroke and whether I 
take care of her or whether I let her pass quietly is, you know, the question. And, um, you know, Tony Scott, uh, a writer and director, uh, Gene Sue, they um, both had confidence enough for me to play that play that role. And I, I thank them wholeheartedly for giving me the opportunity to do that. And again, express the family dynamic. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Sounds like an amazing role. <laughs> Fun, fun. I mean, you've got, we got, we, you know, uh, we just finished a, a, a piece called Take My Heart. It is also in film festivals where I play a dad with a daughter who's like estranged. And um, uh, we haven't seen each other since her mother had passed away, since before her mother passed away. And so now I'm trying to reconnect, but I don't know what her mother has told her that I did wrong. So it's like one of those things. It's one of those uh -huh. stories. Where what She told you what? And it's like, I did, that wasn't me. It was her. So it's like this whole a family dynamic of trying to get back together in a, in a you know, because I'm, I'm about to start a new life. I'm about to get married. I found somebody and it's been mm. a couple of years now. But um, yeah, so it's it's good. It's a good thing. A lot of stories out there um, to tell or share um, and then finding the right person to be that character and to bring that performance alive and and especially whenever they're emotionally charged like that it takes definitely a special person which we've uh, come to appreciate you as kim well i, I and, do, and your you girlfriend do. over there my girlfriend <laughs> oh she she is amazing uh i will tell you a couple of really fun stories um well we got a little bit of time i take her to lunch uh oh. upon demand Okay. Um, because somebody said, especially people who haven't seen it mm. uh, and touched and it. And it's heavy. Of course, yes, it is. It's, it's yeah, heavy. Right. And people who haven't seen it. So I, I'll take her to lunch and I'll set her on the table. Well, that in, <laughs> that in itself, it starts a conversation. Sure. Uh, it starts a, a conversation and starts a, 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 people saying, well, well, first, some people may know what it is. Whose is it? Um, how how'd you get it? And that starts conversation. However, when it goes, when I tell the server, I said, when you finish, could you come back, pick her up, take her to the kitchen, take her back in the kitchen and have everybody take their pictures with her that they need. Just don't get in trouble with the management, but just go <laughs> ahead and, and take it back there. She says, uh, no, no, it's fine. It, it, she, she's not that fragile. She's been around. So <laughs> go ahead and take, take her back. And uh, you people, you know, if, if you haven't seen her, you will never know that she has toes. Right. You would never know that because you have to get this closed right. to know she's <laughs> got toes. Toe. Yes, she really has toes. <laughs> so that's how, that's how close I tell people. Yeah, you'll know. You'll know when you've been in the presence of, of her because you know that she's she's beautiful and she's done she's done well. And I I feel very privileged and honored to have been uh, chosen by my peers to um, and honored by my peers to be uh, gifted this this award and there's no doubt about it i who do i think i do i uh, do i think uh, louis parnell do i think uh, the spion theater company do i thank the people like bonnie gillespie who is the spiritual guide of many 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 actors um uh and do i thank Lori records do i thank jen page yes i, I thank all of them miranda july i i thank them all because they they're all integral parts um to to that thing there 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 were all arrows in that quiver mm -hmm. that i was able to whip out 
uh, and, and utilize uh, when I needed to utilize them. Right. So, yeah, I'm very grateful. I'm yeah, that, extremely grateful. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that speaks to community and, and having that network and being able to, um, as you pointed out early on, give and take. So it's you're giving and other people are receiving and it becomes this really great relationship and community and you know it expands across just who you are but across the world if you want to you know go global on it but it's it's definitely um a treasure and you're a treasure um not only for your performance but for who you are that speaks a lot and it's um a joy for us to be able to talk to you more about business rather than at luncheons kind of thing, just to get your perspective and, and you know, give that inspiration to pass that on to others who are coming up like Jordan and other actors and producers and writers and all of that. There's stories to tell and they, you know, some people don't get the opportunity to and that's sad because maybe they've stopped themselves or don't know what to do next. And I think that yeah. pointing out, it comes from a multiple, you know, multitude of places. It's not just an acting school. It's not just, you know, a director or reading a script. It's from a lot of places that your craft then is honed and you become even that much better at what you do, but also in giving that performance, you elevate other people to their best. And that's, you know, that's an amazing picture to to have in your head um for this industry you know you, people you hit you hit that right on the head it is the it is the being open and being receptive to those things that are out there it is taking from it what you need and then the rest storing for later maybe but it's it's being open to that and then, and, then, and yes are there people not open to it because they believe they've got the right way and the only way? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're not going to deny that from, from an acting standpoint. I need, I need no one and, and I, I need no one and I can do this by myself. And that's fine. If that's where you would like to go. Um, perfect. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm on a different path. Right. I, I believe in the power of community. I believe in the power of giving and sharing and there, there are a lot of roles out there for a lot of people, and, and there's going to be enough for me always, and there's going to be enough for others always. Mm -hmm. Do you have to hustle? Absolutely. I mean, I would never say don't hustle. I wouldn't say let stuff come to you, people knock on your door and stuff. But do you have to get out there? Yes, you do. Do you have to put your best foot forward? And when I say that, I mean the best you can that day. <laughs> you will probably not be like me. I'm not the most. It, 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 everybody is not the most consistent player, especially from the audition standpoint or the 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 meeting standpoint. Yeah, you're not your best every single day, but just get up, get up, put your pants on, get out there, and give it what you got that day, that minute, that hour. Just give it up, and that's the best you can do. Then come back, be happy that you've had that opportunity to do that. And then move on and just move on to the next thing. So I Jordan, if I can give you any of that to to take with you, just do the best you can with what you have. It and it will show. 
it, there's a lot. There's so much that directors, writers, producers see inside that what you give, that moment that you give when you can give it. And they have this weird sense of saying, either I know I can get more out of her or him, or I know I can, that person is malleable. So I could shape and form what it is I see as my character in that person. And mm. that's because you gave what it is you had that minute. And they can see that. That's such wonderful insight. I feel like everything that you're saying just resonates so much with me. I, I feel like this business is, it's such a small world and I don't think you can do it alone. I mean, theater is community. It's interaction and just everything that you're saying is just, I love it. I love it. So I have to know, what have you been up to in quarantine? How has uh, 2020 treated you? How do you stay busy? What are you watching? Okay, so, so the other part of my life um, actually never went totally away because uh, I became uh, the head of environment, health, safety, sustainability, and corporate and social responsibility for an uh, oil and gas company, Arco, in Los Angeles. Wow. So, and before we were acquired by British Petroleum, and then I was too young to retire. I couldn't retire, so I had to find another job. So as I was, that's what happened. As I was looking for the other jobs, mm -hmm. I said, "Why not try acting as well?" Also, so I didn't mm -hmm. give up one for the other. So. Part of uh, the other part of my life, the silent part of my life comes uh, in, in the form of being able to advise people to stay out, you know, to stay out of, out of, out of harm's way from the mm -hmm. environment, health and safety side of the fence. So I've worked with some from shipping companies because I'm a sailor and, uh, and I've been around the world a couple of times on ships. And so I've been able to advise companies and, and do their internal auditing for them to make sure they stay out of harm's way when the external people come and look at them and make sure they're on the right path. So part of, I guess, that thing is uh, I've been able to like keep the lights on, um, and, which is vital and crucial. And, uh, you know, between, between acting jobs, which have been very far and few between in this COVID period of time. I was actually shooting in uh, Colorado, um, outside of Denver. Uh, when when we came in, came back to our LA location, mm -hmm. there was no LA location to come go to. Ooh. They had shut it down. Oh. So we were, <laughs> we were in Colorado <laughs> shooting. We'd been there for a week and we had shot all the shots, shot everything done. And then we're gonna come back to LA, boom, the location was shut down, boom, the production shut down. And so now everybody's going, oh my goodness, now what? Here comes unemployment, great. And uh, then I, you know, of course, there was other work that came in, which was really nice. And um, it was sporadic, but it was enough. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, things from the Zoom standpoint started opening. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've done a couple of uh, Zoom formatted shows, which dealt with the reality of COVID, which, mm -hmm. you know, I had a wife who was the president or the, uh, the, yeah, the president of a university in the South. And I had a daughter who was uh, the, uh, the head surgical nurse at a hospital in New Jersey. And I am uh, a surgeon myself and I'm in Los Angeles. But for me to get them, for so I can talk to them all on Zoom and then listening to what it is they're going through, they're going crazy back East because the hospitals are flooded. She's trying to get out of the South because, you know, it's, it's creep, COVID's creeping up. And we're trying to get her back. So 
this drama that that mm. took place uh, in this in this r real thing they were filming it as i was talking to them <laughs> on zoom and so the camera was back here um or the cam was in front and they saw me looking at the screen and of course the script was everywhere but um still it's one of those things where uh, that show was was wonderfully done and it, it showed reality it showed today so i've done a couple of those couple of industrials that dealt with you know i didn't have to be on, on location mm -hmm. um because i have that doctor looking look and attorney <laughs> looking look um authoritative look i think that's what it is a judged right. look important and, uh, person yeah somebody threatened me to show uh, somebody else uh, my episodes of pretty little liars when i played the judge on there so, <laughs> yeah, somebody threatened me the other day with that but but i don't i don't mind uh, <laughs> uh commander-in-chief uh, they could see that i'm just the senator guy you know and gina davis is there and that's the bonus for me and uh, by the way and gina davis is one of the nicest people on the planet she was like the first big star i ever worked with and she must have seen how nervous i was because that was my very first show on commander-in-chief and she said, you guys want to run lines? And I'm going, oh, uh, yes. So we all ran lines and ran lines while they were doing the lights, ran lines and ran lines. And by the time the lights were ready, it's like boom, 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 out. Because we were the last shot of the day. We were the only thing between the work guys and the bar. So it was like we needed to, <laughs> that was done. We were finished and it was awesome. So I really appreciate her. And I always treat everyone as though they if they want to we can run those lines until the cows come home uh, and just get everybody just relaxed and fluid and get the stuff out of your mouth and i think that works best for everyone and it really makes things go smooth so you know it's like it's just picking up more tools it's like how do you make this stuff work how do you yeah okay i've seen this in the past let's try this it's all that stuff you know and that's that is uh that's the, that's the great part of this so i've been doing that um getting ready to shoot a um a, a couple of we've done some um plays and some staged readings on zoom some rehearsed some recorded um and they they went up to youtube and then they went other places but uh just finished one the the, the family circus play the other night and then i'll do um or shooting a, a film um in los angeles i get COVID tested tomorrow morning um oh, well let's see let me go back up back last weekend uh shot a commercial and um got COVID tested twice, once to go to wardrobe and once to come out of wardrobe. And trust me, when you get COVID tested, now to go to wardrobe, if you don't pass that test, they got somebody coming right behind you. They got a backup. Oh yeah, and they will replace you because they don't have two weeks to wait. They're on, they're on the shooting schedule, best for a high priced, a high, high client, high budget commercial. So they don't, they're not messing around. And the same for action movies, you know, if they can't quarantine you for the 14 days, they're going to make sure that they, they COVID test you. I get COVID tested tomorrow, and then I get another quick rapid test on the set on Sunday when I go in. Hmm. So they're going to do me again. But, you know, we rehearse, we're rehearsing tomorrow night, and then um, we shoot Saturday and we shoot Friday and, and Sunday. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, little, little things and uh, projects that, uh, a lot of reading, a lot of now, of course, I will tell you, uh, masterclass, um, COVID has taught us to slow that pace down a tad. Mm -hmm. As a hustling actors, um, we will chase our tails and spin in circles and go after all sorts of things. and. 
I'm not saying not, not, not go after in a bad way, but, but definitely proceed to go down paths and a lot of different paths and, and, and touch a lot of people reach out prior to COVID. And even now, go down that search map. But I'll tell you that this, I've read more material. I have watched more shows. I have understood more and better about, about the business and about myself. I mean, uh, I belong to a couple of not-for-profit organizations. One is uh, 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 the Boys and Girls Club of Long Beach. I've been a director on their board for, I don't know, over 20 years. Uh, and then the Salvation Army, I've been a director of their board as well. Um, uh, free plastics uh, uh, from restaurant.org. I mean, that's, uh, that's when I just recently um, uh, got, a, got, got a invited into but you know something to change the dynamic of the way we the way we do things, and um, just trying to help and just slow the pace down, and and get back into get a start a rhythm that's sustainable past COVID. Right. We don't. You know, it's not going to be ready, set, fly um, as soon as somebody drops the checkered flag and they and everybody takes off. Even though we think that's what's going to happen, but. I kind of think that's that's my noise. I kind of think that um, that ho hopefully people will see it as a, a different paced uh, situation. One of the things I, I know why it's different pace. I mean, I did all my commercial. This commercial I just shot, we did everything by Zoom. With oh. the audition, I sent in a tape. Yep, and then when the callback came around, Zoom audition. Um, I've done. A bunch of commercial Zoom auditions. Uh, thanks, and that's why that's why I thank Lori Records, who's a who's a uh, commercial uh, casting director who also uh, throws classes out every once in a while. I had the privilege. She's also a friend of mine, so I got the privilege to sit in on one of her classes. And you know, it's it, it's a, it's about utilizing the tools you got. You're in COVID for kind of a while, so you can use all the props you can and talk about <laughs> anything you want. I mean, it's right here in your home. It's not as if you're in the studio, right? So if you want to like lean over and kiss the Emmy, I mean, it's like, <laughs> do, do it. And she's brilliant, but you know, you need to um, to be reminded about the, the little things, about the things that are right at your disposal and the things that you have not only just in the innate things that you have within you, the good heart, the good soul and everything, but there are, there are little tricks to this trade that you can utilize and, and, uh, and, and use, use way into the future. So, mm -hmm. Perfect. so that's what I've been doing. I mean, I'm just, I, I, um, I like, um, I like the, I, you know, and especially in this time we're in, I don't think I've read as much as I have done in the last six months. Uh, about a variety of topics and actors that uh, help us get to different things. Anthony Hopkins, you know, if anybody reads about that man and about what he does um, and about how he prepares, uh, you know, you're reading a script a hundred times before you step into the room, it's like, okay, you know, or, you know, rehearsing those lines 100 times before you even to get them in your head and then you get to play. Or analyzing what it is you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. How how fun is that to understand what other actors do? And so, do you use those tools? If you want to, you can. Well, how nice is that to do though, and to and to be able to just like, let me see if this works for me. Or the memorization tools that you use as actors to memorize scripts. You know, writing the first letter of each word down mm -hmm. in a mm -hmm. in a paragraph, 
and then bringing that back to life in your head. Um, and it makes it so much easier. I mean, that's one tool to use. And there's several other ones, you know, associating with objects in the room. And so how fun it is to read and understand and study up on that stuff to to maybe utilize them in the future or maybe assist somebody who is utilizing them in along their way. And then also the auditions that just come flying into your house and then you got to have a reading buddy. So yeah, um, right now, Jordan, uh, Jordan, I got an audition. It's not due till tomorrow, but can you read these lines for me tonight? Because it's a it's a taped audition. We're gonna do it on my on my iPhone. And then okay, so here are your lines, Jordan. So I send Jordan lines, and then later on that night when she's free, she calls. She says, "You ready?" Yeah, I'm all set in front of the camera. Got a couple of lights. Okay, Jordan, let's go. Put her on. Get her on um, FaceTime. So she's off my screen. Uh, she's on my screen on my computer, but not on my phone. And so me and the phone go to work with smart mic, you know, a little small mic that clips on your lapel, which is wireless and you have the app on your phone. And then you go ahead and do your thing and you go, let's do it again, Jordan. And so you just do it a couple of times until you nail it. It depends on how many of those you got sitting on, how many <laughs> you got sitting on your desk. And right. then you go, boom, that's it. Thanks, Jordan. Appreciate it. So then Jordan calls me and we do the same thing. I mean, it's that little network. I've got about right. five or six friends. Mm -hmm. that help and I help them get these auditions in the can not to be a critic not to analyze to the death what these things look like when they come out and they're spit up in a, a, a collect or retransfer not that mm -hmm. it's about the ability to be able to get and most casting directors from what I've heard and from what I've been told in the seminars that I've been listening to they don't want it perfect it, it, it can't be perfect. You're not in the perfect environment, especially during this time, time frame. You can get close to it. You can get close to whatever it is, that 85% margin, which Bonnie Gillespie calls it, 85% go. But you, but understand that that it's 80, it's 85%. Are you there at that 85? Yeah, all right, send, hit the send button. They will be able to see, since it's not the perfect environment, you're not in a studio, you're in your home. You have a little fire engine right up here behind your head. <laughs> right up here so it's like they know where you are mm -hmm. and uh, they, they do ask for a plain background i did send an audition in uh i did a, a film with uh, Kristen carey and we shot it in louisiana shreveport and it shot in jail so i took pictures of the jail and actually the old jail in shreveport and that has become a back i have it as my <laughs> backdrop sometimes in the zoom right so i i was i was given an audition for some show, I can't remember the show, but you're supposed to be in jail. So I use that as the backdrop because <laughs> I'm in jail. I mean, it's beautiful, a beautiful backdrop. Right. And uh, they sent a note back saying, do not, let's do not do that. Uh, don't, don't, don't muddy up the background with that shot. So um, that's what happened. But so I, you know what, we were about six months into COVID for crying out yeah. loud. Yeah, I'm gonna be creative. And I'm gonna take the chance. And what are they gonna say, redo, please? And, then, and then, then you got to redo it over. So I'm okay with that. That's good. That's great. It's good to have a sense of humor. If we're trapped at home, we got to have fun with our audition some way, you know? You better, you better have fun. Well, we appreciate your time today, um, Kim. It's been amazing to talk to you. I have missed seeing you when, being in LA. And um, thank you for your tips. Jordan is, um, was excited to join me today to talk to you. Um, she's a sponge. She's going to be soaking it up. And um, she's 
she's got some, like I say, great talent and um, she's an up and comer. So we're excited to connect you guys and to have you join us. Um, and again, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Um, and we will talk to you again soon whenever you're uh, making that big blockbuster or whatever. You know, I think it's just a matter of time. It's just that Oscar. <laughs> Here it comes. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. And, it's and there's nothing and there's nothing I can do about it. Right. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Period. It's coming. You just keep yeah. on your path and I keep will. being the wonderful person that you are. We just uh, like you say, it's a it's a privilege of mine to be to know you, first of all. And then when other people set back that up, that's even better. So I had to share that with you. <laughs> well, thank you, Stephanie. Appreciate You're it. Thank you, for, thank you for having me. Thank you, Jordan, sure. for, for helping me out. Uh, and uh, thank you, Stephanie, for bringing me, bringing me on and being able to share to others. And have fun in Maui <laughs> whenever you get to go. That's you right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the deadlines when because I see all the winners and I keep waiting for my name and then the last person to win was you and I'm like, yes, Thank someone you. I know. We are, yeah. we're definitely going. <laughs> and, uh, there's no doubt about it. it. It's just one of those things people said, oh, well, I've heard of people who got it, but it was too, the airfare was too expensive. And it's like, ah, I'm sorry, I'm going to use some miles. And I'm going to get there. I'm just going to get there and for however long. Four days. Yeah. Four days. However long. Four days. However long. It's fine. Yeah. I'm going to be there at this luxury resort. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again. Enjoy. Yeah, please. Right. My honor. My pleasure. My privilege. Okay. I appreciate Thank it. Thanks. Bye. Bye.